0: This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. This is Secrets of the Most Productive People, a productivity podcast where we work smarter instead of harder and dissect exactly how to get it all done. I'm Fast Company Deputy Editor, Kate Davis. And I'm Fast Company Assistant Editor, Anissa perversari horton This week, we're talking about how to get a promotion. We will also talk to Donna Morris, the Chief Human Resource Officer at Adobe, and get her
1: tips on the steps you need to take before you ask for that raise or title change. So last week, we talked about how one of the biggest wake-up calls I had when I started working was that I was the only person responsible for my career. And also, there was going to be no one watching me to tell me that I was doing a good job or give me gentle pep talks when things weren't going well. I think my second biggest wake-up call is that working hard isn't always a recipe for success and that promotion decisions aren't always based on merits. That was something that I found kind of difficult to accept.
0: Yeah, and it's a hard pill to swallow and it's really unfortunate because... You know, it's kind of like the people that keep their head down and work hard aren't always the ones that are rewarded for it. You know, sometimes those are the people that are overlooked and the people who are good at tooting their own horn and self-promotion. Usually it's kind of the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm -hmm. Like those are the ones that get promotions. I mean, that's not to say that you shouldn't work hard. Like if you promote yourself a lot, but don't have the work to back it up, then you're not going to get anywhere. But yeah, just like, staying quiet and working hard is not unfortunately going to get you noticed most of the time.
1: Yeah. And that's what you probably were used to doing, you know, especially for people who are straight A students. That's kind of how they've gotten success their whole life. So it can be kind of a shock to move into an environment where that's not the case. Um, And I think before we kind of consider what they need to do to get a promotion I think it's also important to note that maybe in the past that could have been enough to get you a promotion because you know it's all about how long you've been with the company and it is about producing kind of steady quality work but then today that's not the case there's not always a clear path to advancement like companies grow and shrink new jobs appear and disappear and things just move a lot faster so even what it might take to get a promotion six months ago might be completely different from what it will take for you to get a promotion now.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, what you're alluding to is like a lot of companies don't have a system to award promotions. It's not like after you reach these benchmarks, then you will move to this title like some big companies do and some have clear guidelines for that. But a lot of them don't. A lot of them are kind of more reactive and. And what happens and roles change and needs change. And so it's on the employee to be more proactive about like having those conversations.
1: Yeah. There's also the case that I've heard a lot, which is a company will promote someone when they think they're going to lose that person because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that person's going for a better paying job. So then they offer a counter offer.
0: Yeah. And that's the unfortunate, like the squeaky wheel gets. The grease, like the person that says, Oh, I got another job offer, like, oh, we got a counter offer to keep you. And the person that's just like loyal and keeps their head down doesn't get those rewards. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with some of the basic steps on what it takes to get a promotion, particularly for companies that don't have that clear plan in place and their employees, you know, they don't have a, a clear set path for employees to move up the ladder.
1: Yeah, it can be quite tricky when you have no idea how to move up in your organization because it can kind of feel like you're just starting from zero and you don't even know where to go, how to bring it up. But anytime I've edited or written an article about promotions and interviewed, you know, managers, they've all stressed that the key thing about bringing it up is to consider your timing. So, you know, obviously that means not going to your boss and demanding that title change when they're stressed and have a big deadline. But it also means waiting until you've laid the groundwork. And, you know, that ideally should start before you even ask for a promotion in the first place
0: yes absolutely you need to build a case for a promotion before you make that ask and you almost want to be kind of already doing the job that you want a few months before you ask for that promotion because then you can point out like look i'm already doing all of these things that fit with a blah 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 title
1: and i think that even before doing the next job it's you know this might seem really obvious but you should also be nailing your current job um yeah (laughs) one of our former editors wrote a piece about a five-month guide to landing a promotion and that is the first step And, you know, one of the career experts he cited said that the last thing you want your boss to say to you is, well, I think you still need to improve this before before I can consider promoting you.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it goes without saying, like, one, excel at your current role. And then two, like, look at above and beyond what else you can do, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm doing my job well. That's enough. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's enough to keep your job, maybe. But it's not enough for a promotion. I think, you know, it's also important to note that perfection isn't the goal, but it's a good time to be self-aware and pay attention to like the hints that your coworkers and colleagues maybe have about you. Like if somebody has said that you need to take more initiative or you can benefit from being more detail oriented, it's probably smart to like pay attention to
1: those things
0: that you need to fix and address those before you go and ask for a promotion.
1: Yeah, I think that that's really important because I think everyone has their blind spots and sometimes you don't even realize that what you're doing is holding you back and it's good to have a chance to improve that because that also shows your boss that you are, you know, someone who is interested in kind of developing themselves and improving themselves constantly. I think the next step to get a promotion is to find a higher up. I mean, every employee should always find a way to make their boss look good. But I think it's also important to consider that their boss might not necessarily be the person who is making promotion decisions. They probably have a boss who probably has a boss who you know, might report to someone in C-suite leadership and then that person reports to the CEO. And you need to find a way to help these people as well so that the next time your boss advocates for your promotion, you know, their boss already knows you and what you're capable of. And it becomes easier for your boss to make that case.
0: Yeah. And you also need to make sure that your contributions are consistent. So people might remember like you did one wonderful thing once, but that's not kind of enough to show that you're ready for the next stage. You need to like be constantly kind of adding value. So you build a reputation that you're not just like sometimes a team player. You're always, you know, a reliable person that they can turn to
1: yeah and i think it's important to note that how long this all takes might be different based on your industry your job title your experience and also your specific responsibilities um and you know if you have a good manager they might notice what you're doing and initiate the promotion conversation themselves but unfortunately as kate mentioned before more often than not you the employee has to unfortunately be the one who brings it up i mean ideally you should be having frequent conversations with your boss anyway and it seems like bringing out kind of the next stage should be part of a natural process but i get that this can be a scary thing because for a lot of people it's not natural to be advocating for themselves
0: yeah it's in the same way that it like interviews are scary because you're talking about yourself asking for a raise talking about money all of it's scary because it's personal yeah and There's more obvious times like uh, when you're having an an annual review, but there's ways to just kind of do it tactfully in a regular meeting with your boss. You can phrase it like a question, like, I'd love to talk about opportunities for advancements. What are your thoughts and expectations on what what it might take to get me to that next level? Like, then you're starting a conversation and you're asking a question, and it can feel a lot less confrontational than like, so I deserve a promotion yeah, and exactly. here's why. And here's yeah. why, let me list the reasons, which is va- totally valid but can feel really scary to say.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know, just emotionally that feels kind of more of an attack and mm-hmm. someone who might intellectually know what you're trying to say might get very defensive. And when you're kind of phrasing it as a question in a collaborative way, you're actually getting your boss on your side as well, which is exactly what you want when they make the case to a higher up and also it's a way to set yourself up to win because if they tell you exactly what you need to do you can have that in writing and you can make sure that you do all those things and it provides you some sort of framework and point to have a meeting with your boss like a few months later to be like hey just wanted to have a check-in on how i'm going on these things and you know, you might not get the promotion straight away or it might take a little bit longer, but I feel like it at least gives you a guideline of what you need to do and how long it might take.
0: Yeah. And it's certainly if you two set up the framework together, it's very hard for them to say that's exactly. not what it takes or whatever. It's like we agreed on it. Here were the benchmarks. I meant the benchmarks, you know. And speaking of like meeting those benchmarks, regardless of if you go about it that way or if you come in straight asking for the promotion, you need to kind of document all of your achievements so whatever metrics define your job performance keeping a record of it and so then when you are asking for that promotion whether it's that checking in back in, in a couple months later or you're fresh asking for a promotion you have the hard evidence rather than just saying I've done really good at my job don't you know you know it's so easy for you to forget what you've done and it's even easier for your boss to forget what you've done you know especially if you're doing your job well and not causing them problems like they're not going to remember necessarily all of your accomplishments and no
1: I think a good way to think about it is also well what can you do to make it easier for your boss to argue for your promotion and you know I know I'm making assumptions here that I guess in the higher level maybe your boss is the one deciding the promotion but if they're not likely they'll have to make a case to hr or someone mm-hmm. else so kind of doing all the work on your end i think it's a really helpful way and makes it less scary mm-hmm. um and then you're like here's what you should say when you go ask your boss yeah, for my yeah, promotion yeah. i wrote it out for you yeah yeah i mean maybe not in the direct way like <laughs> well, that obviously but yeah you gave yeah. you
0: gave them the the talking points yeah. exactly
1: So that's your quick guide to getting a promotion. Now we are joined by Donna Morris, who is the Chief Human Resources Officer at Adobe, and she's going to walk us through the step-by-step process to advancing at your company.
2: Donna, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Yes. So
1: our listeners, I'm sure would love to know, you know, what your thoughts are on what they can do to get a promotion, because it's not just as simple as waiting for your boss to give it to you. Right. And it's also not as simple as just asking one day, you know, I want a raise or I want a title change. Can you talk us through You know, firstly, what are some of the things that they can do to keep track of themselves, to put themselves in that situation, and then give us a checklist
2: that our listeners can follow? So I think the uh, first path anyone wants to take in terms of their career is to really know where it is that they want to get to. I think it's hard to actually get to that destination if you don't have a plan. So here would be some tips that I would have in terms of individuals' path to growth and development, and ultimately, A promotion comes from that. Uh, First and foremost, you have to know where it is that you're going. Second, it's really important to build your personal brand. And how you build your personal brand is not just how you perform, but how you show up as well. We often say it's not what you do, but it's also how you do it. So you wanna be cognizant of the relationships that you're building with your boss, with your peers, you definitely want to declare what you want. If you want a promotion, it's really hard for your manager to be a mind reader, and you don't want to ask at the point of frustration for that promotion. You want to start to actually frame in advance with your manager why it's important to continue to grow and develop. So you want to put it out there that you're aspiring to get on the path for perhaps that next job level, that next title, and, um, and keep working. I often recommend that you build your own personal board of directors. That's a group of individuals that really are going to give you insights, they're going to give you recommendations, they're gonna provide you with feedback that is not your direct manager. And you can think of that group as a group that you could even role-play discussions that you might have around promotions, around um, rewards, salary, compensation with that group. And then ultimately, to get a promotion, you have to be performing well today and so you really want to make sure that you're actually performing the tasks that you're responsible for. You want to make sure that you're getting feedback and you want that feedback to come not only from your boss but also from your peers or your customers or other key stakeholders. So I would say those are some key things to do to put you on the path to a promotion. Make sure that you're performing the job well, but make sure that you're showing up really well um, at the same time.
1: Do you have, and I know this is probably a difficult question because it's so job dependent, but I think a lot of people wonder, well, how long should I be working there before I can even approach the possibility of a promotion? Do you have any kind of thoughts on that?
2: I'll give you a bit of a framing, which is I think right at a school, every second year, you want to be doing something different. And that may or may not come, with compensation change but I do believe that you want to stretch yourself so that you're learning different skills and capabilities. How that might show up is you might move laterally into another area or another function. It might show up that you actually do move into that next level but I think a good rule of thumb right at a school is that between your second year and your third year you actually wanna, you know, using the, uh, the terminology of being back in school, you wanna move from a sophomore to a junior. And you wanna do that within the second year, to your third year. I think it's an unrealistic expectation right out of school to think you're gonna have a promotion before at least 18 months, if not two years. The reality is it probably takes you a good six months to 12 months to even build the confidence within the organization to have some of these discussions. So be patient with yourself, develop confidence, have um, the right discussions with your manager, be active in terms of learning about your organization. How do people actually grow or navigate their careers within that organization? Are there job postings internally? If so, take the time to actually read about some of the other roles so that you can get a good indication of how your skills might be transferable, to other positions um, within that organization. And if there is a policy that supports internal movement, after that first year in the job, you should feel very comfortable about at least putting your hat in the ring for other opportunities, provided you follow whatever process is outlined in uh, that respective organization.
1: Yeah. What advice do you have for organizations that don't have processes? Because not every organization, right? Has a Smaller timeline. companies yeah. might
2: not. Exactly. So I would say in that case, you want to speak to your manager. Perhaps there is um, a human resources function, and/or you want to speak to your colleagues so that you can learn from others Others. What have they done to navigate within that organization? You don't have to look at processes and programs. In many, uh, in many places, the urban um, the urban legend will end up guiding you in terms of what approach you should take to navigate growth and development. But once again, you have to know where it is that you're going to in order to get the outcomes that you're really looking for in terms of your. Your overall career.
1: So you've been in human resources for a long time. What are some of the common mistakes that you see when it comes to asking for a promotion or, you know, advocating for a raise that, you, that you've seen in your time as a human resource professional?
2: So I would say that it's not very natural for people to ask for promotions or ask for raises. And what I feel very good about is that in many employment areas today that uh, requirement is going away because there's very much a focus on internal parity and making sure that there's practices that support uh, the fact that some people are very comfortable negotiating and asking and there's lots of people that aren't. What I have noticed is people who grow their careers are um, a condition of both being at the right place at the right time as well as having a plan and being very deliberate. And so those that often move in their career are often um, loyal to their employer, they're learning a lot, they're trying to gain as much experience as possible, and they're being thoughtful about the moves that they make within the organization or when they move outside. I've also noticed that those that make a lot of job moves early in their career sometimes get impacted mid-career or later career, and I'll categorize them as the job jumper. They're eager to try to get to the next place, often by virtue of it's easier to go outside or perceived to be easier to go outside to move up compensation-wise. The detriment is they often don't have a track record that they can point to, in terms of impact because they've not been in roles long enough to show that track record. So it's really, really important to make sure that you're spending enough time to really learn and contribute before you make that next job move, whether that's internal or external.
1: Well, that was all very helpful. Thank you very much, Donna, for being on the show today.
2: Thank you very much for having me.
1: So now we're gonna answer some of your questions.
0: Uh, This first one comes from Twitter. Uh, this Twitter user says, I've been at my job for a little over two years and I'm generally pretty happy, but I want to move up. However, my time here, I haven't noticed anyone getting a promotion and there's no formal review process. What should I do?
1: That's I so feel common. Like this, yeah, <laughs> I was going to just say, I feel like this is so common in so many companies and it's really sad, but.
0: <laughs> I think, I mean, I think what you should do is kind of what we've already outlined of the a lot of places don't have a formal process, so mm-hmm. it's on you to bring it up and um, going in and saying, hey, I want a promotion and
1: here's why. You can phrase it like a
0: question, like like Anissa, like you had mentioned earlier.
1: Yeah, and I think that in a case where you don't see other people around you getting promoted, I feel like you can kind of even frame the question in terms of, hey, I've been here for two years. I've really enjoyed my job. I just kind of want to know what the opportunities are for advancement in this company, because that might not be something they've even, you know, your boss even thought about because they're so busy meeting targets, especially at a smaller company when I feel like, you know, the CEO and the management team might just be focused on meeting kind of specific tangible targets. Unfortunately, sometimes human resources management gets kind of pushed out yeah, and they don't really think about how their employees are feeling. But if one of their employees actually bring it up, that might be a good kind of. You know, it might nudge them to actually do something about it.
0: So I think the other part here is when you haven't seen anybody else get promotions, like look at and think about why. Is it because they don't stay around for a while? Is it, you know, and they leave quickly and there's like a high turnover? Is it because there's a very small team and there's kind of no room for advancement? Like any job they would move up in, like somebody already has and there's no room for them to go. And if that's the position that you're in and there's kind of nowhere above you that already exists to go, no title above you that already exists, then you might hit a roadblock when you say, well, what can I do? And they might say like, oh, you're doing everything, but you know, there is no associate blah, blah, blah title available. So that's when I think you should already come prepared with, well, here's what I think my job should be, you know, and kind of craft maybe a new title for yourself or a new sort of role so that you don't hit a brick wall with like, well, there's just no roles to give you.
1: There's no Mm -hmm. promotions
0: to give you, you know.
1: Yeah. And I think another thing that's important to know is hopefully you kind of already have an idea about your company's growth prospect because i think it's also very different if this happens in a high growth startup where are like okay maybe no one's getting promoted but you're doing you know different jobs mm-hmm. every day and there is you know potentially advancement opportunities for you in like the next year or two, and you could even like skip like two or three steps. Mm -hmm. But then if you're in a mature company and it's clear that they're not gonna grow anymore, then that's a very different conversation.
0: Yeah, and so then you can say, you know, when I started two years ago, I was an assistant and I was doing these sorts of things. And now I'm doing these sorts of things. And that really sounds more like an associate this to me. you know.
1: Yeah. So this next question uh, landed in one of our inboxes. I thought I was doing a great job and have received lots of praise. But in my annual review of my boss, when I brought up the idea of a promotion, he said, I wasn't ready yet, but would be in a few years. I asked what specifically I needed to do. And he just said, I needed more experience. I'm really disappointed and frustrated. What can I do? Oh,
0: that is so just dis- that's so like I know. again common, <laughs> common and really like makes you want to pull your hair out like i know you just need more experience what experience just more experience you're not there yet like what do i need to do
1: tell I know. me what i need to do yeah, yeah and they don't tell you kind of like whether it's actually just length or whether it's kind of like a specific project it is frustrating and i feel your frustration and quite <laughs> honestly
0: i mean there's a myriad of things that could be going on but one could be like they just don't want to give you a promotion and are like And they never will. And there's no opportunity. And they're just like being nice, like finding like the nice way to say it. I think, again, it's probably the boss really put the ball in your court because you specifically asked them, what do I need to do? And he specifically said, did not give you an answer. So I think if you want to stay and if you believe that there actually is room for growth for you, I think you need to map out what you think you would need to do to get there. And then go back to the boss and say, you know, we had this conversation. You said I wasn't there yet. You said I just needed more experience. These are the sorts of like projects and benchmarks I think that, you know, would warrant this title change. Do you agree? And if they're still kind of being vague about it, you know, I say like do that. Again, if you're committed and you're not like frustrated to the point of like it's not going to happen, I need to look for another job. And say do those benchmarks, meet those goals, do all of those projects, come back in six months or a year and say, you know, you said that, you know, I wasn't there yet, but you thought I would be. I've accomplished all of this. Let's revisit this. And then if you get the same
1: answer, like, I think they're just telling you, you know? Yeah. And I think another way, if you really have no clue, one of the things that I um, have heard a lot from managers is, well, you can try and find someone else that's outside your company, but in the position that you want to advance to. Mm -hmm. And you can see. You know what it takes for them to get to where they are now obviously every company has a slightly different process but that might at least give you an idea about what more experience means Mm -hmm. and that also gives you an idea of whether your boss is being serious or you know they're just bluffing Mm
0: -hmm. well and also if there's somebody in your company that has a similar title that you want like what are they doing that you're not doing yeah and if the answer is you're doing all of the same things, then yeah, that's sometimes where you're, it's not your you know, fault. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Then, yeah, but if the answer is oh, they're actually doing, and like the thing is too, sometimes you don't know all of the work that people are doing. No, the people who are the best at their jobs make their hard jobs look easy. Yeah, like don't complain about how much work they have, and you know whatever. Like they they do things and things run seamlessly. So. If you're seeing this other person with this title that you want and you think, oh, well, they're not doing that much more than me, like maybe talk to them. And, and you might find out like they are doing, you know, yeah. all of these projects you don't know about or all of these behind the scene things. And, and that's kind of what your boss was v- being so vague at hinting at was just like more
1: experience. Yeah. You know? So this next question was left on a show voicemail. Let's take a listen. Hey, guys, someone on my team left recently, and I was offered their title and responsibilities, but was told there was no budget for a raise to go with it. Uh, I said I need some time to think about it, but I feel like I can't really turn it down either. At the same time, I kind of feel taken advantage of. What should I do?
0: Ooh. Yeah, I would feel kind of taken advantage <laughs> I know, of, me too, too <laughs> right? Like, yeah, have the go ahead and have the title, have the job, have the responsibilities, but don't have the money. I know. Like, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Again, feels- and,
1: unfortunately, another common thing. <laughs> hmm
0: I mean, I understand also where you're coming from with, like, feeling like you can't turn it down because, yeah. like we've been taught, you know, and we've we've actually um, published a couple of articles where people have have said that they've regret their promotions, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so but it is kind of ingrained in us that like, oh, you're supposed to climb the ladder and you're supposed to strive and you're supposed to want the next thing. So I think the first step is to think about decoupled from the money. Like, do you really want this job? Like, yeah. Do you really want the more responsibilities in the, the title? Like, is that important to you? And if that is important to you, You actually do want it. Then comes the conversation about if I can't have a raise right now, what's a compensation model that looks reasonable? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you know, be really blunt. Like, I I can't take on this more responsibility. I understand our budget restraints. I can't take on this more responsibility, you know, without some sort of compensation to go along with it. You know, what can we kind of figure out together? But if you think about it and look at it and you're like, you know, I don't actually want this. Like, you don't have to take it. Either.
1: No. And you know? I think just on your point about how we're so ingrained to want the promotion, there's kind of like almost a stigma against asking for more money because you're supposed to do your job for the love of it. But it's are like, supposed
0: to be a team player. I know. And, but, yeah. you know,
1: like you say, maybe it's not worth it for you to take the next step without a change of money because it's not worth it for you to have the extra hours. But you will be happy to work those extra hours if it means higher compensation. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for some reason, I feel like there is still kind of like people who think like that aren't exactly perceived in the best way. It's like, oh, you're just being greedy. But it's Mm -hmm. like, well, no, you're providing a value to the company and they need to pay you Mm -hmm. (laughs) how much
0: you're worth. You know, and if you can say, you know, if if you decide that it is really something you legitimately want, you know, you want the title, you want the more responsibilities, they're not going to give you the money to go with it. I think you can say something essentially like that is like, I am happy to take on these extra hours, these extra responsibilities with compensation to go along with it. I am a team player. I'm loyal to this company. I am happy to step up and do the extra work for let's set an amount of time because you don't want it to be like until sometime and just have it it be
1: like (laughs) like vague
0: forever. And then like a year goes by and you're like, by the way, I've been doing this job, you know, so let's revisit this in three months or let's get in writing that I will get a this percentage of raise in Mm -hmm. three months or two months or whatever, like whatever you're comfortable with without which will make you feel less taken advantage of.
1: Thank you to everyone who's reached out over Twitter, on a hotline, and via email. If you have career questions that you want answered, please get in touch. The number to leave a voicemail is 201-371-FASD, or you can also use the hashtag FCMostProductive on Twitter. These are also in the show notes below.
0: This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home internet. Find the plan that's right for you at Verizon.com.
2: So right now it's
0: time to press pause and get your pen ready because you might want to write this down.
1: (laughs) Three signs that it's time to ask your boss for a promotion.
0: Number one, you've been doing the job that you want to be promoted for for more than six months. It's always good to do more than what's expected of you in a job. But when you're performing at a level above what you were hired to do, it's
1: a good time to have a check in with your manager and set new expectations. Number two, your work has made a visibly positive difference in the company. Now, every employee's work should have an impact on the team that they're a part of. But when it reaches a company-wide level, then that's the time to chat about your advancement. Whether it's a policy you proposed that the higher-ups instituted, or a new source of revenue you implemented, you're in a good place to ask for a promotion when you have hard evidence that you've improved the company. Number three, you've made significant progress in the areas that you and
0: your boss previously identified. If you've already had a talk with your manager about what you need to do to get to the next level, make sure you're tracking your progress against what you've discussed. When you've reached that level and have the evidence for it, it's time to bring up that promotion conversation
1: again. That's all for this episode. Be sure to subscribe to Secrets of the Most Productive People wherever you listen. Next, we'll be talking about how to know when it's time to quit your job.
0: So what questions do
1: you have about getting ahead at work?
0: Let us know by leaving a voicemail at 201-371-FAST. That's 201-371-3278. And we'll find an expert to answer your questions. You can also tweet us your question with the hashtag FCMostProductive.
1: If this episode was helpful, please let us know. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you
0: listen. And you can follow Fast Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Secrets of the Most Productive People is produced by Victoria Grace.